This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. So, in that sense, the rainbow is like the resurrection. Why? Because the greatest storm that ever was was at the cross. At the cross, when all of the sins of mankind were judged, they were laid on him, and judgment fell on the Lord Jesus Christ. He endured the wrath of the storm. As it says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, he hath made him to be the sin offering for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. That storm was so terrible at that time that when he cries from the depths of his soul, Psalm 22.1 Psalm 22.1, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season, I'm not silent. The storm was so terrible on the earth at that time that the earth became dark, midday became midnight. When it says in Luke 23.45, 23.45, the sun was darkened. And the Roman soldiers who crucified the Lord Jesus, they were all the time there. They were there when he crucified him through his suffering, when he died, and they were even there at the tomb. They represented the storm clouds. And then what happened? The resurrection came right in front of them like the rainbow is seen in the face of the cloud of the Roman soldiers. And what's interesting about a rainbow is that the rainbow is brightest when the cloud is darkest. Now, it works out that the thicker the cloud, the brighter the rainbow. So the rainbow is like in proportion to the cloud, which is like the grace of God in proportion to the face of sin. We live in a very sinful world, and it's getting worse and worse. And it can be very discouraging for us because we see there's sin everywhere. This is terrible in the world. But God's answer is Romans 5.20, Romans 5.20, where sin abounded, think of a race, Where sin was running, where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Grace outran it. Grace won. So the verse tells us, that verse tells us that where there's much sin, 
There's much opportunity for the grace of God, for evangelism, for salvation to abound. Just we're reading today that in North Korea, where this crazy man is oppressing so many people, the church is exploding in North Korea. There are so many more Christians like there was in China. Where there's so much sin, there's so much need for the gospel, for the invitation for people to be saved. Now, it's interesting how a rainbow needs two parts in order to be seen. There has to be one part of the sky which is clear and the other part which is cloudy. And it's like the rainbow, it stands like the rainbow stands on the edge of the cloud. See, there's the clear sky, and then there's the cloud, and the rainbow comes right in between. It's like the rainbow is standing in between the cloud-threatening sky there and the blue sky, and in its position, it's like the rainbow is talking to the dark clouds, and the rainbow is saying, no more dark clouds. You cannot go one step further. I will stand you to your face. No, you stop. You cannot go further. Now, that idea of the rainbow defying the clouds to go any further is just like the Lord Jesus Christ who stood between heaven and hell, life and death, and just like the rainbow stands on the edge of the cloud, so the Lord Jesus Christ stands right on the edge of death. And he says to death, no, stop, you cannot go a step further. And we see the Lord Jesus doing this in Isaiah 25.8. In Isaiah 25.8, it says, he will swallow up death in victory. The Lord will wipe away all te tears from all, off all faces. The rebuke of his people shall he take away. It's just like, just like the altar, just like the altar of sacrifice, the altar and the tabernacle, the altar and the temple, where millions, literally millions of animals were consumed by the flames, just consumed by the flames. The book Kidron, Kidron, it means dark river because of the blood that kept running off of the altar into that brook Kidron by Jerusalem. And so the animals were consumed by the flames from the brazen altar. And it was like the flames were crying out, more, more, give me more sacrifices, just like it says in Proverbs 27.20. Proverbs 27.20, hell and destruction are never full. They're never full. Or Isaiah 5.14, Isaiah 5.14, hell hath enlarged herself and opened her mouth without measure. That's like the flames that grew larger as they consumed more sacrifices. And it all, But it all changed. It all changed when the Lord said in Isaiah 25, 8, he would swallow up death in victory. When he went on to the altar of God's wrath as a sacrifice, he turned around and he swallowed up the flames. He extinguished them so that we don't have to face the flames of God's judgment in hell. The flames came to consume him, and he turned around and consumed the flames, as it says in 1 Corinthians 15.54. 1 Corinthians 15.54. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, this mortal will have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Now, when we think of the rainbow, on the edge of the blue sky, defying the clouds to go no further. We can see the Lord Jesus who spoke in Hosea 13, 14. Hosea 13, 14, when he said, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. And then he then turns and speaks to death itself. And he says, oh, death, I will be thy plagues. Oh, grave, I will be thy destruction. Now, when the Lord Jesus said to death and to the grave, O death, 
I will be thy plagues. O grave, I will be thy destruction. You know what that was like? That was like the Israelites. It was like the Israelites that every time they were down in that valley, they were fighting with the Philistines, and they were fighting until Goliath came. Then they ran away. They ran away. We were like the Israelites. We were like the Israelites that ran away from the Goliath of death and the grave. We're no match for the Goliath of death and the grave, just like the Israelites were no match for Goliath. But the Lord Jesus is our David. He's our David, who without fear went into that battleground. He met the Goliath, and he conquered him. And our Lord Jesus met the Goliath of death and the grave and took him on, and he won for us, just like David did. Now, the rainbow is a marvelous display. It's incredible. Where individual water droplets, they work in concert to when the light comes in and it hits the edge of the water droplet, which is like a mirror, and then it shoots back out and refraction takes place, and there's a separation out. There's a fractionation of the light into the beautiful colors that are in the light. So the water droplets in a rainbow, they work together like a giant prism. I brought a prism here. I can't use it here because you need sunlight. I don't know. But afterward, maybe there's sunlight out there, so you can borrow this, and I got another one too, and especially with kids who want to do this. So anyway, who would have thought, who would have thought that light was made up of the beautiful colors of red and orange and yellow and green and blue and indigo and purple. Who would have thought that? Those colors are in the light. They're in the light. You can't see them. You can't see them until a prism or the water droplets in a rainbow break that light into those individual, gorgeous, dazzling colors. Light is made up of dazzling colors which can't be seen until a prism or the rainbow reveals them to us. It's not that light is ordinary, but in a sense, it's just light. I mean, when the prism applies it to the light, there's a surprising revelation. Whoa, this light is made up of awesome, beautiful colors. And without the rainbow or the prism, a person might say, it's just light. It's just, it's just good old ordinary light. Very useful when it's dark, but it's light. But with the prism of the glass, the prism of the water, and the rainbow, there's a revelation of the colors. And with the revelation, then a person says, oh, I had no idea that light was made up of those marvelous colors. That's why children are the best with a prism, because they really express, if they haven't seen it before, this wonder, you know, the awesomeness of the discovery that, wow, that all those colors were inside the light. You got to watch it. You just gotta, I did it this morning. See a kid for the first time with a prism of light, you know, the light, really, it's amazing. After the service, you take this and go find some kids, you know. And because the child, when he's got that expression on his face of the wonder of it all, that's an ill, that's a lesson does it. Never lose that wonder. Never lose that wonder of who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Now, the Lord Jesus Christ is introduced to us in a very dramatic way in the first verses of the book of John. And there's many names that are given to the Lord that we are given to the Lord's names in the first verses of the book of John. It says there's this, John 1.1, 1, 1. John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. 
and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. Now there was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light that lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world. The world was made by him. The world knew him not. He came unto his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him to them, gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. This passage in these first few verses of John is so important because it tells us the Lord Jesus has the name of the Word. That's his name, the Word. He has the name of God. He's God. He has the name of the light of men. He has the name of the light. He has the name of that light. He has the name of the true light. And in his ministry, the Lord Jesus said of himself, in John 8, 12, John 8, 12, then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. Again, in John 9, 5, John 9, 5, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So we've seen now, there's two ways you can look at light. The one way is you look at light and you say, oh, yeah, that's light. Okay, good, 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 very useful, ordinary, common light. And the other way is you see a light through a prism through a glass prism, and when you see the light through the glass prism, then, like a rainbow, you say, wow, look at all those beautiful colors that together make up light. I had no idea that that's what made up light, all those beautiful colors, those wonderful colors. So there's really two ways to look at light. You see, one is the ho-hum way. Oh, yeah, it's light. Very useful when it's dark. You yawn. And then the other way is you see light revealed by the prism, and you say, wow, how beautiful. I had no idea there was such beautiful. How wonderful, how amazing. That's the two ways to see light, the ho-hum way or the wow way. Now, that's exactly the two ways of seeing the Lord Jesus the same way. Seeing the Lord Jesus with the ho-hum, oh, yes, it's Jesus, very useful if you need religion, yawn. Or seeing the Lord Jesus revealed through the prism of the Word of God and say, wow, how beautiful. I had no idea that there was such beauty hidden in the person of the Lord Jesus. How amazing. Now, those are the two ways to see the Lord Jesus, either with either the ho-hum or the wow view. And those are the two ways of seeing the Lord Jesus Christ that are described in the book of John in these verses we just read in John 1. The ho-hum way, uh, which is John 1.10, he was in the world, the world was made by him, eh, the world knew him not. The world just saw another ho-hum man in Jesus. They didn't see the Lord Jesus as through the revealing prism of the Word of God that showed all of his glory. They didn't see him that way. And then the next ho-hum way in John 1.11, John 1.11, he came unto his own. His own, they didn't receive him. He received him not. They didn't have time for him. Nah. They couldn't even find a room for him to be born in. So the Jewish people just saw, ah, it's another ho-hum teacher in Jesus, that's all. They didn't see the Lord Jesus with the revealing prism of the word of truth. They didn't see him. But, oh, that's the great part, that there were among the Jewish people, there were among the Gentile people in the world, there were the few who saw him with the revealing prism of truth, and they said, wow, and that's John 1.12. But as many as received him, they said, wow, I want to receive him. 
To them, he gives the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. They saw his glory through the prism of truth, and they beheld, they stooped, they drank, they lived. They beheld, they believed, they received. And those are the saved who become the children of God and go to heaven. They saw him differently from the rest because they saw in him the individual colors of his glory. Now, that's a message of the rainbow. It reveals the glory of God. It reveals the glory of God. The message of the rainbow is the revelation of the glory of God. This is what Ezekiel saw. And Ezekiel saw this in Ezekiel 128. Ezekiel 128, where Ezekiel sees God and he says, I see as the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain. That's a rainbow. So was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face. I heard a voice of one that spake and so forth. So Ezekiel saw the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain. The rainbow. He saw the appearance of the likeness of the glory of God. That's the message of the rainbow. It's a revelation of the glory of God. And that's what John saw when he was wrote in the book of Revelation, Revelation 4.3, he that sat upon was to look upon like a jasper and a sardine stone, and there was a rainbow round about the throne in the sight like an emerald. And just as the high priest in the tabernacle had wore a plate over his head that said, holiness to the Lord, the glory of holiness to the Lord, John saw a mighty angel with a rainbow over his head in uh, Revelation 10.1, Revelation 10.1, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face is as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. So the rainbow reveals the glory of light by breaking light into its individual different colors. And those different colors that the rainbow breaks into, they show the glory of God. To see the glory of God, we need to look at the individual colors of the rainbow, the colors individually. Now, rainbow breaks light into seven colors, and the first color is red. The first color of the rainbow is red. Red is the color of blood. It shows the glory of God who shed his blood for us, as it says in 1 Peter 1.18. 1 Peter 1.18 says, for as much as you know, you are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Revelation 1.5 says, Jesus Christ who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Red is the first color, the rainbow, blood. Now the second color of the rainbow is orange, orange. Orange is the color of embers, the color of embers on the altar of sacrifice, which again speaks of the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus for our sin. The third color is yellow. Yellow is the color of flames, the flames of the sacrifice, which consume the burnt offering altogether. It speaks of a complete dedication of the Lord Jesus to be our burnt offering for sin. He who knew no sin was made our sin offering, the burnt offering. That's the yellow. First three colors. Red, orange, yellow speak of the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. The fourth color of the rainbow is green. Now, green's the color of life. Green's the color of life. And the Lord Jesus said, he gives life, as we read in John 1.12, John 1.12, in him was life. 
green is for life. He that hath the Son hath life. In 1 John 5, 12, he that hath not the Son hath not life. John 14, 6, John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. John 10, 28, John 10, 28, I give unto them eternal life. They shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Green is for eternal life. John 6, 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. The bread which I will give is my flesh, which I'll give for the life of the world. This is a tragic verse. This is a tragic verse, John 5.40. You will not come to me that you might have life. Green is for life. So that's the from the sacrifice of the first three colors, then the next color, green is for life. The life that he gives us because of his sacrifice. The fifth color of the rainbow is blue. Blue, heavenly blue. Blue stands for heaven. The Lord Jesus said of himself, as we just said, in John 6, 51, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. That's the, the color, the heaven. And also, it's our home. In John 14, I go to prepare a place for you. In my Father's house are many mansions. That's heaven. So, first three colors, sacrifice. Gives to us life in green. Gives to us a home in heaven in blue. The sixth color of the rainbow is indigo, which I'm going to come back to in a minute. But the seventh color of the rainbow is royal purple, purple, violet purple, which stands for kingship, kingship. As it says about him in Revelation 19.16, Revelation 19.16, he hath in his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. So that's the color there. We recognize him as king. Now I come back to the sixth color in the rainbow, which is indigo, which represents the invitation that the Lord gives to us for it to be the Savior, because indigo is in we go. So. <laughs> All right, sorry. Anyway, you can take it or leave it. And so God says, when he looks at the rainbow, he says, he remembers. Twice he says in this passage, I will look and I'll remember. He says in Genesis 9.16, Genesis 9.16, the bow shall be in the cloud, and I will look upon it, that I may remember. So when we look at the rainbow, we remember these things here, the glory of God, the glory of the Lord Jesus. And when we do that, when we look at the rainbow and remember that, you know who we're standing shoulder to shoulder with? God the Father. God the Father says, when I look, I'll remember. So he's standing and he's admiring God the Son and all that the colors speak of God the Son, the Lord Jesus, his sacrifice, his death for us, the life that he gives us, the home that he gives us, his kingship. And he sees all of this, and we find ourselves standing shoulder to shoulder to God the Father. That's where we come into the greatest agreement with God the Father, in the admiration of the one who he called, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. So we see the glory of the Lord Jesus in the rainbow, that God said in the cloud, it reveals to us the sacrifice in the red and the orange and the yellow, the life that he gives us in the green, our home in heaven in the blue, and his kingship in the purple, and if you like it, our invitation, in we go. So let's look to him in prayer. Father, thank you so much for setting your bow in the cloud. Lord, we're so enriched by what you did and the covenant that you made of no more destruction, no more cutting off. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being our rainbow. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher Tom Cantor here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program was brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.